0: Live from America, you're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell.
1: You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Interesting thing that Congressman Matt Gates did, he filed
3: an amendment today to the rules package which would allow C-SPAN the kind of access to film the activities <laughs> on the floor of the House like we saw uh, last week. Uh, they, that, was t- that was taken away once uh, Speaker McCarthy became Speaker. Then the government resumed control of the cameras, just aiming towards the front, not towards the seats. Um, uh, Gates telling me, quote, the current pool view of the Congress is antiquated and boomer My amendment <laughs> will allow C-SPAN cameras on the House floor during proceedings, bringing greater transparency and humanizing uh, the entire process. As journalists, we always favor the, you know more transparency. I have to say, I found the, the video gripping yes. uh, <laughs> and, and engrossing. It probably Which made one? people I- more <laughs> interested in what's going on.
4: You I, like it? I, yeah, I mean I have to say I never thought I would say this sentence. I agree with Matt Gates <laughs> 100% on <honest>. this. <laughs> yeah. I actually do also think it was good for the country to have more of a view into what was happening, how it happened, and frankly how their own members were behaving throughout the process.
0: What do you think? I think we I mean on the one hand, yes, more transparency is always better. On the other hand, more transparency might mean less governability, right? Are people gonna be able to say the things members of Congress say the things that they wanna to say to be able to strike deals and negotiate if they know C S Pan is right there? Probably not. So this is a balance between governability and transparency. And it's, it, it's, it's very delicate. It's
3: good for Matt Gates, though, because you know he's on a lot of the C-span yes. cameras. Matt Gates, and
0: that's
3: exactly what he wants. But I do. I, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm
1: yeah. all for it. Let's de-boomify, boomerify <laughs> C-span
0: yeah. cameras.
3: I mean, we got to see what was going on. Tell me that you have seen anything as fascinating in government in the last 10 years as Kevin McCarthy walking up the aisle, right. confronting yeah. Matt Gates, Chairman Rogers. You know, almost, almost coming at him. Right. That other member of Congress it's, restraining him. I mean, really good stuff. But also, you got to see members of Congress from different right. parties talking to each other. That's right. You know, you saw aren't talking to Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yes. You I mean, it does humanize these people.
4: Right. And you just see, for example, you saw how hard Kevin McCarthy's deputies were in trying to whip the uh, the Boberts and the Gates of the world. And I don't think um, as much as we try in our words. There are no words that could quite describe um, Kevin McCarthy's face when he walked (laughs) up to confront Gates. I believe that was really the first time he he confronted. Yeah, there's just. You cannot put that into words. You have to see it.
3: The one problem we had about the the thing is that we don't have the big boom mic, so we don't know exactly what they're saying. A great. A Twitter feed called Bad Lip Reading. <laughs> yes. Solved
1: yes. that problem. And in fact, <clears throat> this. W- All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is 11 a.m. here in the great granite state of New Hampshire. And we are live and you are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV live from America. I am your ever so humbled, God fearing and God loving host of the show. Jeremy Harrell, the hip hop patriot broadcasting again from the granite live free or die state of New Hampshire and it is a uh, it's a blessing to be here uh, folks I, I never thought I'd say this I agree with CNN or moreover uh, CNN agrees with us but there is a difference okay I want the c-span cameras on the house floor not for the reason that they do they loved the confrontation I think everybody loves a little confrontation right? And I liked that, too. I liked to see that uh, the, the way that the, they uh, reacted to Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert as they lost their minds. I love that, too. But that wasn't even close to my favorite part. That was CNN's favorite part because it means while Trump is not around right now, they can get more viewership if they uh, can somehow uh, show these C-SPAN cameras uh, like we did here on LFA and talk about it and actually have you know fodder for banter um, but CNN is used to throwing fodder for banter. You know what I mean? So I don't want it for the same reason they do. I want it because the other reasons they mentioned. It humanizes the process. It shows members talking to each other. It shows the looks on their face. It shows the body language. It shows who they're talking with while trying to whip votes on the House floor. That's what I liked it for. Did I? Um, do I want to see them lose their cool and lose their minds and do what... Um, Congress and Rogers did know. I think that was the, the low point. But it was still the process. And I agree. I think everybody wants to see the process. CNN wants to see it because they want more ratings. You and I want to see it because we want to be able to hold accountable those who are making the laws and the rules of our lives. Right. And spending our money. Right. So. Never thought I'd say this, but I actually agree uh, with, uh, with CNN there, and I think most of America does too. We want to see the process, regardless of why we want to see it. You, you and I want to see it for more, you know, holding accountable reasons, um, for reasons of holding people accountable. They want to see it for ratings. So either way, let me give some uh, shout-outs right now to those who donate on JeremyHerald.com to make all of this possible. Uh, we've got a one-time donor in Jessica Mahoney. She was actually on. Rise Up this morning, and she donated through the website rather than Rumble. So, I'd like to thank Jessica. God bless you and thank you uh, for this morning. We had a fantastic uh, show this morning for Rise Up. If you didn't get to watch it, you should, uh, you should make some time. Kathy Foley, thank you very much. Uh, hopefully I don't murder this last name. Sherry uh, Kwiatkowski, God bless you and thank you every month. You, uh, you are helping the show out. Kimber- uh, Kimberly Novak, thank you. Joe Cooper, Marcos Alvarez, thank you. Yolanda uh, Carrer, or Carreri, thank you very much. Carrie Wilbur, God bless you, and I appreciate your, uh, your donation. I know folks, all of you, just like everybody, this is hard-earned money. And uh, to be able, when you don't even have to, to, um, to discipline yourself to cut a piece of that hard-earned money off for LFA TV, it allows us to be able to bring what we bring every day, and to search and to research and to fight. Uh, for what you guys want to fight for as well. It just allows us to do it as a, as a collective family, and it really is truly incredible. Uh, Beth Bem, Dennis, uh, excuse me, Denise Montgomery, Rosalie Joy, Laura Harris, Suzanne Sutton, Jennifer Welch, Doreen Davis, Stacey Pestena and Kathleen Marcus. Thank you all so very much. Uh, so far, ladies and gentlemen, we have raised um, two separate... Uh, Slurp fund occasions for people, and uh, we're just getting started. What a, what a year we had last year, what a year we are about to have And I do want to answer a quick question. A lot of people say, you know you and you and the, uh, the rest of the LFA family, how do you guys how do you guys come up with your stories? How do you guys work to, to bring this network together? Well, pretty much everybody's show is their show. Uh, we do not talk every morning about who's going to do what uh, story, who's going to focus on what event. Um, the only thing that we do is we have a group chat, which we all talk a, a, um, a a secure group chat, a group chat where we all talk and we really just cheerlead for each other and we're there for each other. And, uh, we encourage and inspire each other, but none of us know uh, what the next show is going to be about. And it's truly great uh, how God has brought together so many different people to have different perspectives, And uh, different stories, so that we're not the lock and step, lamestream, fake news media that has the same stories just from a different person. You know what I mean? So it's it's truly remarkable what goes on here. Uh, Let's have go to the first, uh, the verse of the day, and give God our love first, folks. And I titled today's verse of the day: "Live in peace while you are alive." Now I initially titled that "Live while you're alive," but then I went back and put "Live in peace." While you're alive, you know, since the, the, the theme of 2023 here on LFA TV is peace. Romans 8, 1 through 7. If you have your Bibles, Romans 8, 1 through 7. There is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus. From the law of sin and death. For God has done with the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin he condemned sin in the flesh forevermore in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us that means each and every single one of you that are watching this show that is who that is referring to in all of you really remarkable Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, set their minds on the things of the spirit for the, for to set your mind on the flesh is death period. It's that simple, but to set your mind on the spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Now, this is the best and the last part of the verse. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Folks, it is impossible for you to please God if you are walking in the flesh. Think about how incredible that is. As we are approaching 3,700 people watching on Rumble, I ask all of you, even if you're watching on other platforms, to come to Rumble, share this out, Rumble the video, and uh, let's keep it moving. Now, with the theme of 2023 here on LFA TV being peace, I was really attracted to these verses to help explain how to obtain it. It's easy to say, if you are with Jesus, everything is going to be great, and you will have joy, and you will have peace. Okay, awesome. But now how do we help make sense of that statement to someone who is either an unbeliever or new to their faith in Christ? Well, the simple answer is you read the truth to them. The same, reason, the same way that you guys get the knowledge of the political spectrum here on LFA TV and on Live from America, this is the same way you spread the gospel. You just simply speak the truth to them. That's the best way to do it. What I like to do is have two or three verses from the Old Testament to break down and discuss depending on where that person is in their journey. And then I like to have two or three verses in the New Testament to do the same thing uh, with again, depending on where they are with their journey. Most generally, they ask the same questions that I did when I first came to uh, back to the shepherd. That is the best part. Because you yourself have been there, and it takes you right back to that moment when you had those questions, and you feel what they feel, and you know how to answer them. The biggest mistake most evangelists make in thinking that they are going to save the person that they are preaching to by the end of the conversation. You can't do that. Don't be like that. Don't think that that conversation is going to end up saving that person, or you're going to be, uh, you're going to see the transformation right before your eyes. That's dangerous. Okay. Because that rarely happens, and really you can't save them anyway. Your job is to just give them the good news and let God do the rest. Be there for them when they have questions and never stop showing them the greatness of God working in your life. But never get frustrated with them if they don't take the leap as you did or as quick as you did. Remember, there were years that God wanted to come, wanted you to come to him, and you were being stubborn, but he still waited and was always there when you needed him to be. So let's choose living while we're alive and not just existing for that. You will need the love of grace and the mercy of God in the name of Christ. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, in all things, speak the truth. Speak the truth, speak the truth. Going back to that cold open that we just watched with uh, Loser CNN, they... um, That one guy said, well, I don't know if that kind of transparency is going to be good because then House members won't say what they need to say because of fear of the cameras. Well, if they are in truth and if they're not trying to hide things in front of the American people, you know who they work for. Well, then they have nothing to worry about to begin with. Truth shall uh, shall set everyone free. The truth shall set everyone free, whether you're a believer or not. So speak truth, live in truth, and do not be afraid if you screw up to admit it to everybody. I screwed up. I'm human. I made a bad mistake. Even if it's embarrassing, I promise you, it will be the best thing for you. Let's lift up our cups. Let's have our first slurp of the day before we get into the foremost section. Mm -mm -mm. Thank you to everybody. Rumble ranting. Thank you for everybody who rumbled the video. And thank you for everybody who is sharing the video. Here we go. The House of Representatives comes through again, promises made, promises kept. At the end of the day yesterday, passing a resolution to create a committee to investigate China, okay? China, 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 and how China not only is directing our federal government through Beijing Biden, but vi- but most importantly, how China has been involved in helping create and possibly release COVID-19 onto the world. This committee to investigate China, there is no specific um, topic that they are investigating China on. It is to investigate China, period. Folks, promises made, promises kept. I got to give it to them. Let's get into this first and foremost story. Thank you, Mocha Powered, for the $25 to keep Eli employed. Republicans are keeping their campaign promises after winning the House majority, voting Tuesday evening to establish two new investigative panels, one targeting the Biden administration and the Justice Department, and the other on China, okay? And we're going to get to the Biden Justice Department thing here in just a minute. California Representative Kevin McCarthy agreed to the creation of both committees, as part of his concessions to win the speaker. Again, Marjorie, my friend, I'm not going to say you're not my friend, okay? Someday you will come back on the show, and we will have this out, and we will be better for it. But this would not exist had the 20 not held out and had these concessions not been made. This is important. This needs to have, have, have had happened. In order for us to have MAGA, Big Bang MAGA, I'm I'm wearing the LFA hat today, uh, represented in America, in in the swamp, and taking over again, okay? The first is a select committee on the weaponization of the federal government. Again, we'll talk about that in a minute. The second is the select committee aimed at increasing the United States competitiveness with China, which will go into deep, deep waters as what they've done to us, to keep us down, to keep us not competitive. That means with tech, that means with uh, mining precious metals, that means with trade, that means with oil, that means with COVID, that means with everything. And it's about darn time. Jim Jordan will lead the committee on the weaponization of the federal government. And this committee was also created by the House, As as it's related to China as well. This new select committee on China will focus on bringing back jobs to America, securing our intellectual property, protecting our farmland and more. And when this gets when this investigation leads to covid-19 and the other committee to uh, investigate the origins of COVID-19, which is also another committee when these two meet in the middle, you're going to see Beijing Biden, Xi Jinping, the CCP, and Tony Fauci happily frolicking together in a field of uh, of, of woke-topia. And we're going to trip them up, handcuff them, and bring them to justice. Amen? Ooh, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, before we get to Jim Jordan, Dr. Selen, which we've talked about on the show before, has released a primer We'll call it a primer for the House Select Committee on China. Part one, the laboratory of COVID-19. Let's get into this story and let's uh, thank the great Jim Hoft for writing this story. On January 10th, 2023, the House of Representatives voted 365 to 65. Can you imagine how many Democrats went over and voted in favor of a resolution to establish a select committee on the strategic competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party, chaired by Representative Mike Gallagher, a Republican from the great Cheese state of Wisconsin, the following information is worthy of further investigation by that committee. Folks, let me say that again. It was a committee voted on by a number of 365 to 65 Ha, over a hundred Democrats, almost two hundred Democrats, voted with the Republicans on this. Folks, if MAGA is not truly draining the swamp and making Washington a better place, then I don't know what is. SARS-CoV-2, the coronavirus responsible for the COVID-19 disease and pandemic possesses a number of unusual structural features which make a natural origin highly unlikely. We can get into the spike protein conversation and the, the way it spread and all that, but we're not going to go back in and relitigate or even con- have a conversation on that, okay? What we are going to do is we're going to target four people here. And those four people are go by the name of Ralph Baric, B-A-R-I-C, okay? Peter Daszak. Linfa Wang and Zheng Li Shi, Eighth International Symposium of Emerging Viral Disease, Wuhan, China, 2018. The grant application was submitted by Peter uh, Dazic of the EcoHealth Alliance and his primary co applicants, Zheng Li Shi, known as the Batwoman of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, Ralph Barrick of the University of North Carolina, and Linfa Wang of Duke University. Um, of Singapore, a Chinese scientist who worked at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And it's worth noting, folks, that Dr. Tony Fauci, the rat face himself, Tony Fauci worked with these individuals, paid these individuals, gain-of-function research that was paid for by your tax dollars through the NIH and to these folks and eventually to create COVID-19. That is the first place that I believe that we should start. And Lawrence Sellen, Dr. Lawrence Sellen, is a retired U.S. Army Reserve Colonel and a veteran of the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. He had a civilian uh, career in international businesses and medical research. Dr. Sellen is the author of The Restoring the Republic, Arguments for a Second uh, American Revolution. And um, he's saying this is a good primer. This is a good place to start, we should say. So, so far, folks, we're on to a, uh, we're on the right foot. On the right path. I'm just reading some of your comments here. The LFA family, you guys are so informed. And you guys are so vocal about each one of these issues. To even watch... Uh, your comments in the rumble chat while I am reading or, or reporting these stories. Uh, it's truly amazing because you guys are on top of it. And a lot of times you guys are my reporters in the field. A lot of times you'll give me breaking news while we're on the show. That's why I love the uh, the LFA family so very much. All right, now we're going to get into this video with Jim Jordan. Now, if everybody knows Jim Jordan, you know he is a firebrand. Jim Jordan is, uh, he, he is I think he's a Republican favorite. Uh, even, even knowing folks that he was supporting mccarthy it's only because he was he wanted the jobs that he has now he wanted the committees that he has now he was focused he was 100% focused laser focused and targeting the people that he knew were a um we're responsible for all of this, the weaponization of the DOJ, COVID-19, all of it. And he is like a honey badger. He is on it. I want to play a video for you that came yesterday from the House floor where he absolutely eviscerated the left and the Democrats for, uh, for, th- for their lack of courage and, uh, and caring for the United States enough to do what was right. Let's uh, check this out. Jim Jordan, folks.
4: Moms and dads who are simply showing up at a school board meeting to advocate for their son or daughter. A ploy, it's not a ploy when the FBI pays Twitter $3 million, not one, not two, $3 million to censor American citizens. It's not a ploy when the Department of Homeland Security tries to set up a disinformation governance board because we all know that the Department of Homeland Security can tell what's good speech and what is bad speech, what's mis. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. I tell you what, dozens of whistleblowers who've come talk to Republican staff on the Judiciary Committee don't think this is a ploy. That's why they came to talk to us. They know how serious this is. The former Democrat chair of the Judiciary Committee is in the press today saying we're going to fight this tooth and nail. This is political. But meanwhile, the former Democrat chair of the Intelligence Committee pressured Twitter to censor a journalist. You've got to be kidding me. That This is the most important. This is about the First Amendment, something you guys used to care about. And I'd actually hoped we could get bipartisan agreement on protecting the First Amendment, the five rights we enjoy as Americans under the First Amendment, your right to practice your faith, your right to assemble, right to petition the government, freedom of press, freedom of speech. Every single one's been attacked in the last two years. Amen. Their were, there were, government was telling people they couldn't go to church just a few years ago. Yep. Your right to assemble. Your right to petition the government. The Democrats kept the Capitol closed. You couldn't, as a citizen, couldn't come to your Capitol that you pay for to address your member of Congress to redress your grievances because Nancy Pelosi wouldn't let you in. Not anymore. Open. Freedom for business, of the press. Folks. I just told you what the head of the Intel committee tried to do to a journalist. The most important right we have, though, is your right to talk. Because if you can't talk, you can't practice your faith. You can't share your faith. You can't petition your government. You. The right to speak is the most important, and that's what they're going after. and that's why we've had dozens of whistleblowers come talk to us. We want to focus on that because we want it all to stop. We want the double standard to stop. this idea that if oh, if you're a pro-life activist, you're going to get your door kicked in, you're going to get arrested and handcuffed in front of your seven kids and your spouse for simply praying in front of an abortion clinic and telling the guy who was harassing your son to knock it off. you're going to have the FBI raid your home, but the, the protest that went on the at, at Supreme Court justices' homes in the aftermath of the leak of the Dobbs opinion, oh, no problem there. Americans are sick and tired of it. And what we want, we, we don't want to go after anyone. We just want it to stop. And we want to respect the First Amendment to the Constitution that the greatest country in the world has. That's what this committee is all about. And that's what we're, that's what we're going to focus on. That's what we're going to do.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the First Amendment is the po- most important thing that we have. And the Second Amendment ensures that we keep it why do you think they want to get rid of guns and free speech at the same time give us your most precious right given to you by God the ability to speak truth into the air oh and while you're giving that to us uh and while we're taking it away I should say um let's get let's get those pesky guns out of the way too let's get rid of that the follow-up amendment that protects the 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 one prior let's just get rid of that. Jim Jordan, ladies and gentlemen, let's get that man up. When he's done in government, let's get that man a show here on LFA TV. Amen. This uh somebody asked what this is all about. This is Jim Jordan's committees. Um, as head of the Judiciary Committee, going after the origins of uh, of COVID, going after the weaponization of the FBI and the DOJ, uh, all of the collusion with the social media's, uh, section 230, the protections that they all uh, that we've Uh, The federal government affords uh, them uh, the the protection under the law so nobody can sue them. All of that. It's all coming down. Biden, the left, his cabinet, the policies, the procedures. The destruction of the Constitution, the the trampling of our flag. The raping Americans of their rights, all of that. It's all coming down. Do you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. Check this out. Pay very close attention. I'll put the mic even closer. It's because we have the most conservative, united group of people in Washington, D.C. that you have seen since the 1970s. Let me say that again. We have the most conservative group of people who are united. For the first time in over 40 years, in Washington, D.C., and most of you didn't even pay attention to politics the first 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your lives, so you wouldn't have known anyway. You're about to see something you and I have never witnessed. Some people might have witnessed. Some people might remember the 70s, the great revival of conservatism and Jesus. I was born in the 70s, so I don't remember it, but I am well aware of it. The revival of Jesus, the revival of the constant of conservatism and the rebirth of America is happening right now. It is. And this is why it was so important for us to take the house. We have the most conservative group of people who appear to be united. That are conservatives, the biggest conservative group, largest, most powerful group we've ever had. Oh, and guess what? They've been operated by run by and led by Mr. Maga himself, Donald J. Trump. So if you don't know what's coming, please jump on. Come with us. Come along for the ride at least. At least be a cheerleader. At least be a cheerleader. If, you, if you're not going to be a fighter, at least be a cheerleader. Because you, uh, speaking of fighters, do you know who's going to have to fight really hard in 2023? Well, we call him the chinless wonder but you might know him as Mitch McConnell. We also call him Mitch McChina. Okay, Mitch McChina. He's facing probably the most difficult year of his senatorial tenure. Difficult year he's ever had. Why? Because he is about to face face pressure, not only from Donald Trump, which he faced in 2016, 17, 18, and 19, but now he's about to face pressure from the, uh, uh, the House Republicans, who are united under an agreement. And so far, promises made, promises kept. Mitch McChina has never had to have the pressure coming from the House and Donald Trump. He only had to have the pressure coming from Donald Trump. Now he's got the House and Donald Trump. He's going to be sandwiched in the middle of this. And so is Ronna McDaniel, and so is Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, and anybody else. Who is still going to run with the fact that the rhinos run the Republican Party. You do not. We have taken it over. And we're going for the Senate next. So let's talk about the chinless wonder, the turtle real quick. Okay. He is seen as the adult in the room. The one congressional Republican who might stand in the way of a default on the U.S. debt or a government shutdown in the battle between the White House and the emboldened House led uh, House GOP led by Speaker McCarthy. He is now public enemy number one for President Trump, who holds enormous sway over McCarthy in the House of Representatives. And folks, you're going to want to stay tuned for this show, for the rest of the show, because I am going to explain to you exactly how Donald Trump is running the House of Representatives right now. It is truly remarkable how it all happened. But Trump delights in taking aim at the chinless wonder, and at stirring up trouble for the veteran Senate GOP dealmaker behind closed doors, who's married to a CCP agent herself, who also must deal with ambitious conservatives in his own Senate caucus, who sometimes posture against him as well. Just this week, Donald Trump criticized McConnell's handling of last year's omnibus bill spending, Which also has been criticized by the House conservatives who held up McCarthy's speakership until he finally won the ballot in um, or won in ballot 15. McCarthy walks from the House floor on Capitol Hill Tuesday, January 10th in Washington. And all points towards a tumultuous 2023 for Republicans in general with McConnell at the center of the GOP storm. McConnell will essentially be charged with trying to set up his party for a comeback in the Senate elections of 2024 while dealing with the hardliners in the House and Mar-a-Lago, even in his own Senate caucus. He's screwed. He's got an uphill battle. He's going to have you know what's going to happen? He will be reigned in once again like he was in 2017. He will be reigned in again as he was in 2017. Now, former former Senator Judd Gregg of New Hampshire... A one-time advisor to McConnell's leadership team said that Mitch is going to have to emerge as the point person in any negotiations with Democrats on preventing a shutdown or raising the debt ceiling, just as he did in 2011 when he negotiated a deal with then-Vice President Biden to reduce spending in exchange for raising the debt limit. But guess what? Guess what? Now he's got the House Republicans to go through. He's not going to be the deal maker in the room anymore. He's going to be the, the small man on the totem pole regardless of if he's Senate majority or not because nothing will move. Nothing will move. And if, and, and if McCarthy does cave in any way, shape, or form to Mitch McConnell, well then guess what? You're going to have 20 Republicans day after day putting up a, uh, a motion to, to remove the speaker. It's really quite remarkable. And by the way, folks, all of this was orchestrated By the man himself. And we'll get to that. However, another person who's got an uphill battle, as we have 4,500 people in here watching, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for those watching on Roku Fire Stick, the app that you can download on Apple and Android, maybe listening on the podcast. We invite you to come over to Rumble and join in with the chat with us. Thank you very much. And please share the Rumble link as well. Republicans in Alabama and Louisiana are now joining on the bandwagon of other states who are rejecting Ronna McDummy, Ronna McDaniel, for RNC chair. That's right. Ronna Romney McDaniel, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think she's going to have to, um, she's going to be put out to pasture. I really do. I believe Ronna McDaniel will be the next one to put out to pasture as we continue to take over D.C. and get rid of the rhinos and the uniparty. Ronna McDaniel is the incumbent RNC chairwoman And she wants another term. However, a growing number of conservatives want to see change in that leadership. And I promise you that when this is all said and done, you might even see McCarthy, who was all for Ronald McDaniel, actually lean another way. Because he's seeing how much how great it is to do the right thing. If, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm going to show you the last video today. I'm going to show you a very different look in Kevin McCarthy. A very different look on his face. Almost like when a pregnant woman is pregnant, she has that glow. Kevin McCarthy has got the glow of doing things right. I think he's got the glow of joy. And I think you're going to see a very different Kevin McCarthy. Jeremy, you're looking refreshed and rested today. Thank you very much for that. Thank you. Republicans in Alabama and Louisiana are now the latest to join the fight. Southern states are now rebelling against Ronna McDummy day by day. A growing Sunbelt uprising among GOP activists at the state and local level has emerged as a threat or at least a noisy nuisance to Republican uh, National Committee Chairwoman Ronna McDummy for another bid uh, for another term. From Arizona to Florida, state parties are passing and considering votes of no confidence in McDaniel, demanding new leadership after three disappointing elections. The latest sign of rebellion are in the deep south in Alabama and Louisiana. State parties there rebuked McDaniel this week after rank-and-file Republicans made their displeasure known. Roger Valeri Jr., an RNC member from Louisiana, who supports McDaniel's rival Harmeet Dillon for chair confirmed Tuesday that his state party approved an anti McDaniel resolution at his uh, uh, ur- and is urging at his urging on Saturday. Quote, the grassroots is firmly supporting a change. Every vote, every call, every day. I hear from people who want somebody other than Rana. We've had three cycles where we've underachieved significantly. And it's time folks. The 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 Republicans that have power, they're all starting to realize this, too. And what is the this? Well, the this is if you listen to your voters, you actually make a better country and you're actually doing what you're supposed to do. And what I am seeing from this new Republican Party. Thank God that we got the House, what I'm seeing from this new Republican Party. Is more and more rhinos are starting to de-rhinify themselves. That's a George Bush word. Uh, I think we need to de rhinify ourselves. <laughs> okay, they're de-rhinifying themselves, and they're actually saying, hey, wait a minute. Why is Matt Gates so popular amongst his constituents? Why is that? Why is Byron Donald's um and, and Matt Gates and Lori, Lauren Boebert. Why is their approval rating up to 90% in the Republican Party? Why is this happening? Well, maybe it's because they're listening to their constituents. Yeah! Hello? McFly, a light bulb has come on. The Rhinos are losing their horns, folks. And we didn't even have to cut them off. All we had to do... And show them the power of MAGA. And everything that you and I have worked for for the last two years, we're seeing it right now. Are we not? You know, I, I, I often find it funny. The people that have, uh, you know, you'll see people like in like Eli pointed out yesterday in uh, one of the social media posts on one of our short clips. Somebody's like, yeah, that's why I left, stopped watching LFA. All empty promises, nothing coming to fruition. I'll just sit here and sip my coffee because, uh, that's none of my business. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's why I stopped watching LFA because all talk, no action. Nothing ever comes to fruition. What are we seeing right now? What are we living in right now? I would call what we are. I think we are living in the fruition. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, by the way, because of your donations, and your rumble ranting. Uh, We were able to order that piece of equipment that we needed to get our digital background back. Uh, That should be here next Monday. So probably mid-next week, we'll have our background back. Thank the Lord, because I miss Old Faithful with the cross laying on it. Don't you? Don't you? Uh, SL Holmes just had a good question. Has anybody ever gained weight drinking Field of Greens? I have not heard of that. I've not heard of that, but that is a good segue. Let's go to our field of greens right now. Who's got their field of greens with them? Mine is almost half gone now. Uh, I sip on mine for a few hours in the morning. This is my wild berry field of greens, folks. And again, like I said yesterday, even if you had the money, to spend on your daily amount of organic fruits and vegetables, which is far more than $50 a jar, I can tell you that. Even if you had the money to do it, how many of you have the time to actually prep, cook, uh, and and, and consume your daily dose of vegetables and fruits? Not very many of you. All you have to do is put one scoop in this, put a a bottle of water in, and boom, you are done. Field of Greens, baby. Have I ever heard of anybody gaining weight on Field of Greens? No. No, I have not. But if you are, please let me know. Uh Carol says, I have not lost any. My sister turned me on to LFA. I love it. Had my wild berry at 9 a.m. Mine is on the way. Just ordered some, said Sean Maga. Uh, gain a lot of muscle, said Stephen. Um, I gained weight, said Infostorm for uh Info Storm War. I gained weight. Um Larry Reha, are you sending me my jar? Larry, are you sending me your address? LFA at gmail.com. Thanks, brother. And yes, I am. Had my wild berry this morning in my blender. Uh, in my blender. I've lost 10 pounds with Field of Greens. I'm wicked excited about it. Let's go, Lugo. Drink more water with FOG. I finally invested in Gold Co, says Heidi. Well, that's awesome. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, go to fieldgreens.com if you want to try. And if you want to, um, you can gain weight if it's thyroid issues. Wow. Thank you very much. T. Mitchell says, I've lost seven pounds. Cindy says, gain 10 pounds, not drinking it anymore. Still take the, still, um, the lime lemon. There you go. Awesome. Wildberry this morning. Awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, get your uh, 15% off by using promo code LFA and join in the challenge. Let's move on. We are 43 minutes past the hour. Uh, Resident Biden found himself south of the border yesterday with the cartel. Jeremy, what do you mean? He wasn't with the cartel. Oh, yes, he was. Yes, he was. If Joe Biden was breaking bread with President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador, then yes, he was definitely with the cartel yesterday, folks, because the cartel owns and runs the uh, the Mexican government. They are one in the same. So anyway, President uh, Biden found himself sniffing kids in Mexico yesterday for a while and doing a joint press conference with the president down there and for the first time, folks, addressed the fact that he has all these uh, unclassified or these classified documents, and uh, you know he made it sound like it wasn't a big deal, blah blah blah. But he did address it yesterday in about a minute and 15 seconds. Let's go to that now.
2: When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box in a locked cabinet or at least a closet, and as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box, and they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office, but I don't know what's in the documents. I've My lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And there will be more detail uh, at that time. The first question (laughs) now I forgot.
1: Of course you did. Of course you did.
2: Your first question related to.
1: Uh, So here it is, folks. This This is what he did. I didn't know anything about what was in those boxes. My lawyers were cleaning out my office and found those boxes in a locked behind a locked door or in a closet. And when we when they found them, they immediately uh, reached out to the National Archives as they should. And they handed them over and then we handed them over to them. Uh, I did not. I do not know what was in them. My lawyers told me it's best that I don't ask. Okay, let's break this down, ladies and gentlemen. Let's break this down. Okay. Joe Biden goes to Ukraine the week he's about to leave the vice presidency. He goes to Ukraine. He gets the, uh, the prosecuting attorney fired there that's investigating his son. They get the billion dollars. Okay. While he's over there, he makes deals with the, Ukraine, the new Ukrainian uh, leadership there and says, hey, let's keep this away from Trump. Remember that phone call? Uh, just, it would just muddy things up. Let's keep this away from Trump. Let's do that. Then Joe Biden comes home. Trump gets, uh, you know, Trump, uh, gets inaugurated. He's now in office. Biden takes a bunch of documents from Ukraine, right, from when he was in Ukraine, and takes those documents that also talk about, uh, has stuff about Iran, the Iran nuclear deal, in which he and Obama paid, you know, a a plane full of of cash, a cargo plane full of cash to Iran. What else was in those documents? Well, talks with uh, the UK. Well, what happened in the UK, folks? So let's break this down. We've got Joe Biden going to Ukraine, you know, get, get this prosecutor fired. You don't get the billion dollars, blah, blah, blah. Well, son of a, you know what, he did it, blah, 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 blah. Comes home, leaves the presidency, takes these documents. In these documents are Ukraine's uh, files, okay, probably related to that probably taken because of that. We have the with the phone call where he's talking to the new Ukrainian leadership. Let's just keep this away from Trump, right? Zelensky, or, or not Zelensky at the time. Uh, what's his face? Let's just keep this away from Trump. Uh, let's not talk about it, right? Then they find files r- related to Iran. Well, what happened in Iran? The Iran nuclear deal where they paid him the cargo full of cash. Then there's talks about UK. Well, what happened in the UK? Well, that is where the steel dossier was made. Remember? steel dossier was made in the UK. And it's all related to the corrupt uh, corruption of Obama and Biden. And I don't know what was in those documents. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You don't know what was in those documents, right? You just put all that together, folks, put the timing of all of that together. And I think you can kind of figure out what was in those documents, right? I think you can figure out what was in those documents. Um, people are saying, seeing CNN is downplaying it. Yeah. A lot of people are, a lot of people are downplaying it. Of course they are. Of course they are. Uh, just truly incredible, right? That he that that's th- those are that's his statement in, in, in Mexico. Yeah, you know it is what it is. It's not I, we don't know. So then I just got to play this, you know, from, from Mexico yesterday. There was another interaction between these two morons, Andre Manuel López Obrador and and President Biden. Okay, uh, where Obrador actually says he thanks Biden. For not building not even one more meter of the wall. Now, remember at the beginning of the story, I said he was down there with the, uh, with the cartel. And then I said the cartel owns and runs the Mexican government. Well, who would be happy about no wall being built? Not one more meter of wall being built. I'll tell you who would be happy. The cartel. Listen to how happy uh, Obrador is about this. Check this out. We got sound on this. There it is right there. Here we go
2: you president biden you are the first president of the united states in a very long time that has not built not even 1 meter of wall and that we thank you for that sir
1: what a loser what a loser and you want to, one of the funny thing right there is joe biden is sitting there smiling and nodding his head like Yeah, I know. Aren't aren't I amazing? He says, you're the first president in the history that has not built even one meter of wall. And for that, you have our gratitude. And Joe Biden's like, yeah. Meanwhile, all of us here in America are suffering because of the invasion. I'm going to give Obrador not only the dumb, dumb award of the day, but he's going to get the loser award of the day, too. How about that?
2: And I'm not what I appear
1: to be. And let's follow it right up with this, shall we? Come on, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe.
1: (sighs) Ladies and gentlemen, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day right there in the Dumb Dumb Bucket. Obrador. And Biden, they get the double dumb-dumb award of the day. How stupid. Thank you very much for not building even one more meter of wall. Oh, you're so welcome. What? Meanwhile, my wife's sister today is not here because of fentanyl. And what comes across that southern border? Illegal fentanyl. Enough to kill every man, woman, and child in this country Seven times over. And my wife's sister is no longer here because of it. Thank you for not building one more meter of wall, Biden. Oh, you're so welcome. Any children, any children I can sniff, man? Come on, man. Come on, man. True international depression. Come on, man. Yeah, I just want to sniff as I'm sure. I, I just want to, you know, the thing, the thing. Give me a break. Give me a break. And ladies and gentlemen, I was going to touch on, uh, and I'll just touch on it relatively quickly here. I won't talk about it much. But what in the HE double hockey sticks is going on with the FAA? You really believe, you really expect us to believe with all the other major cyber attacks over the last four years from China and Russia and everything else that shut down government agencies, you really expect us to believe that this wasn't a cyber attack? Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but I do know this. I'm going to blame it on the Biden administration. You've got the same problems as the, at the southern border as you have in the FFA or FAA. You have the same problems in the FFA, FAA as you have in, uh, in inflation. You have the same problems in the FAA as you have uh, with, the, uh, with the supply chain. Everything Biden touches turns to you know what, Period. Are we going to keep living under, are these leftists going to, oh, you know, voting for Biden was the greatest thing I ever did. Oh, really? Oh, really? You dipshift. You're an absolute dipshift. You're a shift head. However, President Trump, he responded to this. He said, all flights have been canceled throughout the good old USA due to incompetence and the fact that we are now living in the equivalent of a third world nation. I talk about our obsolete airports all the time, he says, at our big America first rallies. We have no borders. We have no energy independence anymore, he puts in, in, in parentheses. No airports, no nothing. We, ha- we do have massive inflation, a rotten economy, and rigged elections. Make America great again. Folks, the difference between Donald Trump in 2016 and Donald Trump now is that he is so much more to the point in presidential. He literally looks like a superhero. When he said America needs a superhero, I agree that's what he's talking about. He literally is acting like a a superhero. He's acting like a superhero. Now, I want to end with this. I was going to talk about some Neil Tyson Degrassi stuff. We'll get to that later on. I'll save it for later. We are going to talk about everybody dropping dead everywhere. We'll get to that. I'll save it for later because I want to get to this. Kevin McCarthy, let's pull up this video. This is what I meant. Now, even though he's talking to Sean Hannity, who's an absolute shill for the lobbyists, I can't stand Sean Hannity anymore. I must play this video. Last night, Kevin McCarthy went on Sean Hannity's show. And he was surrounded by the caucus. He was surrounded by the Republicans. United on this interview. It was truly amazing. This is when I say you're going to see a new sign of Kevin McCarthy side of him that I've not seen. Like that glow with a pregnant woman. You're going to see happiness and joy. Why? Because he's starting to do the right things. It's amazing when you get sin and demons out of your body. How greatness actually emerges. And Trump is responsible for this, and we're going to talk about that right after this video. Play the video. It's
0: tough, but remember what my father always said. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. And let me tell you what happened after last week. Our very first bill, we repealed 87,000 IRS agents. We promised to do that. We promised to do it. We, we made it in our, in our commitment to America, which you've talked a lot about, and we'll Ed, check it off as they go. I have my own copy. Yeah, but you know what, you know what else we did next? We just passed the church-style committee that Jim Jordan will run. Amen. Looking at the weaponization of government. Amen. You know what we just passed right now? A select committee on China. And we got 146 Democrats to vote with us. Pelosi would never allow this. I had an agreement with her, and she backed away the night before. So you want to bring jobs back from China to America. You want to stop them from buying our farmland. You want to stop them from, from stealing our intellectual property this is where it all starts and this is only our first couple of days in power last week was tough but you remember go. what my father always there you go
1: don't you see something different in him don't you see a different side of him that i've not seen before and and by the way shame on sean hannity shame on sean hannity by the way because just a week ago you piece of shift we like to say that here right just a week ago you were like how dare you, Lauren Boebert? How dare you, Matt Gates? What are you doing? You're screwing up everything. Bleah, 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 bleah. Spewing his Adam Schiff everywhere, right? Look at him now. Look at him now. Oh, this is great. Oh, 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 I know. Oh, I'm very familiar with it. Oh, the contract with America. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, this is so great. It wouldn't have been great, moron, had we went your route. But thanks to the 20, we're here. I'm telling you, folks. It's a whole new ball game in the House of Representatives, and we've got to give that to Donald Trump. This is what I wanted to get to, and Donald Trump, we're going to give him. We need, and he's not got it in quite some time, but he definitely deserves it every single day of the week. Let's go ahead and give Donald J. Trump the Smarty Award of the day today. Here we go. <laughs> smarty award of the day goes to donald trump why folks because he brokered this entire thing folks crispy and myself all of us we've been talking to some people you remember when uh, uh marjorie taylor green held up the phone and it said djt and everybody knew donald trump was calling in folks donald trump brokered this entire deal between the mccarthy people and the 20 he brokered this entire deal He was talking with both of them the entire time. He was calling both sides all day, every day. He was having people fly down there. He was having virtual meetings with people. He brokered this entire deal. But you want to know the greatest part about this? Is he showed them how to negotiate. He showed them by putting them not pitting them against each other, but working with both sides. He showed them how a real boss walks into a room. He showed them how a boss takes two sides that are never going to come together and smash them together, unite them, and make them work for the better. He brokered that deal, but more importantly, he showed politicians how to be tough negotiating public servants. And why do I say that? because all of the ones that are the, were the UNO party or the Rhinos 2 weeks ago they're listening to their voters now they're listening to us now and they're and they're getting a glow, they're getting joy out of it they're like oh imagine that imagine that i do what i'm sent here to do and people love me isn't that something And it'll be far better in the end than their lobbyists making them rich. I can guarantee it. Because they're going to get the riches of truth. They're going to get the riches of God. And they're not going to worry about the riches of this world by lining their pockets anymore. I'm sure some of them will. I'm sure Kevin McCarthy still will. And we'll see what happens. But as of right now, Trump brokered this deal. And Trump is running things. And Big Bang MAGA is going to literally drain the swamp. Folks, that's going to do it for live from America, at least the first show today. 4,500 of you strong here on Rumble. Please do me the ever so humble favor of rumbling all the other videos. And make sure you go back and watch Anna's wrong think yesterday. She was quoting scripture out of Exodus. She was killing it, bringing the truth of the fake news. Truly remarkable. Mike Crispy, unafraid. Comes up next, folks. And it's always a party. When Mike Crispy is in the building. I absolutely love uh, Unafraid. It is probably one of my favorite shows on TV. It is Tucker Carlson with with all of the spitfire that you and I uh, experience right here as well. So coming up next, Mike Crispy Unafraid. God bless you guys. I love you. Please go to JeremyHarrell.com. I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. And remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace.